Hi, I'm Julia Adolph, and welcome to Loose Leaf Notebook, where we will explore the connection between creativity and mental health, nurturing artistry, emotional intelligence, and self-care. I'm a composer, and I will be sharing my own personal creative process and journey towards mental health, as well as inviting other artists and creative individuals to share their own inspiring stories with you. So today I want to first start by thanking everyone who sent in responses to my video about my anxiety disorder. Um, it was very, very heartening and um, inspiring to just hear from so many people and for a lot of people to share that they had, that they had similar experiences. Um, so first I wanted to say thank you for that. And I also want to address sort of the biggest question that came up, which was this idea about the relationship between medication and creativity. Um, I think a lot of people, myself included, when I started medication 13 years ago, um, are very scared of medication, and understandably so. Um, I have what's called generalized anxiety disorder, which very simply means... Um, excessive worrying, which I laugh because it, it uh, it's a very simplified way to describe it. But basically, um, I would say it's kind of being bombarded by anxious thoughts, some arising from, you know, real life situations, some sort of being wildly imaginative um, or illogical. Um, but they just sort of pop up and they stay in your brain and it's easy to kind of fall into a cycle of it. Generalized anxiety disorder or panic disorder is often treated by an antidepressant actually, which basically um, changes the level, and again, I'm, I'm not a doctor, but basic explanation, changes the level of serotonin in your brain. So this idea that your brain chemistry is going to be altered is pretty scary. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I think that's true even if you don't have anxiety. This idea that, uh, you know, you're going to take a chemical and it's going to change how you think and your thought patterns. Um, it's something that, you know, I was just really just so reluctant to try. And one of my biggest fears was that it was going to impact my creativity. Part of my reluctance was this, you know, cultural myth that I think the... European West, American West buys into, um, you know, when you, when you <laughs> did a Wikipedia search of madness and creativity and a picture of Beethoven came up, you know, it's just this, I this idea that a lot of us subscribe to that, um, great art comes from great suffering. So at 19, I was, I was afraid that, um, you know, even though I was so anxious that I was having panic attacks and like actually imagining that I, I couldn't breathe and um, that I was sick, um, I still was, I just could, did not want to let go of, of what I, I thought I was going to potentially let go of my creativity. Um, but I also knew that I, I, was, I was really, really struggling. So um, I had to try it. Um, and you know, that's not what happened. It's, it's, I mean, first of all, a lot of, there are a lot of side effects to antidepressants and, you know, just reading the list of side effects is enough to make you never want to take them. But, um, 
there it's just like any medication it's it's unlikely or it's manageable or you change the dose or you try a different medication I mean it's just you have to experiment and ideally you have a great doctor and you have a great therapist who are helping you you know figure this out but um, I was very scared that my um, that taking a medication that would change my brain chemistry would change something about me as a person and what I found was that it did not. All it did was, I like to say, it sort of like turned down the volume of my anxious thoughts. So I still have them, but they are very quiet. Um, they're much quieter and um, it's easier to spot them. That's part of what you learn in therapy. It's easier to understand when you're having a thought that you can put aside when you're having a thought that you need to listen to because maybe there is a stressor or a threat that needs to be taken seriously. And then everything else about me stayed the same. Um, it did not change my creativity. In fact, um, I have become more creative um, and more easily inspired since um, turning down the volume of my anxiety. Since starting medication, I have raised and lowered it uh, a couple of times. I also tried to stop medication um, and you know discovered that that did not work and went back on um, and all of these decisions came from different phases of my life and wanting to try different things. I remember very clearly sitting with my psychiatrist and I remember asking her why do you think I need this? Why do you think I need to take anxiety medication? And she said because you're afraid to take anxiety medication. And I remember that really hit me, um, that I was so anxious that I couldn't see that I was just trying something. You know, it was just trying a new method of feeling better. And it was just gonna, we were gonna see how it went and I could always stop and I could always change the dose. And I could always try a different kind of medication and couple it with exercise. And, you know, there was, it was just an option. Um, and so her point that, that the fact that I was so, so scared to even make the, make the step was an indication of kind of where my thoughts were at and sort of the, the way I was looking at the world. So, um, you know, there's never really a great time to start medication or to start therapy. Um, it's always inconvenient. It always um, disrupts your life. Ultimately, what I realized is that my anxiety was disrupting my life more. Starting a new treatment takes adjustment and it's it's a phase, but it but you do get used to it. And then when you know you start feeling better, you think, why was I so scared to try this higher dosage? You know, I'm, I'm so much happier now. So thank you again for your support and for listening and commenting. And please feel free to reach out if there are any other questions or comments about the relationship between creativity and mental health. And anyone who wants to share their own experience, you know, I, I, think, I think it's great to talk about this as much as we can to help destigmatize these issues. Thanks. 
Thank you for listening to Loose Leaf Notebook. I'm Julia Adolph, and the music you are hearing is my orchestral work, Dark Sand Sifting Light, performed by the New York Philharmonic with Alan Gilbert conducting. If you'd like to hear some more of my music, you can visit my website at juliaadolph.com or my YouTube channel, which also has video versions of all of these podcasts. Thanks again.